keeps you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking time to join us each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, talking about the Sport of Kings. Last week, we were all due to the holiday. Yes, that's right. One of my favorites. Pull up to the table, belly up, man up, do it up. I'd say mom is a daggone good cook. But we are back in action. We are back in the saddle, and things are kicking. Don't think just because the Breeders' Cup is over, we're going to roll up the carpet and call it a year until Gulfstream starts actually poking out those grade threes, and we see the swale and the holy bull. Nope. Got plenty of action going away. Actually, I'm watching TVG right now. I'm watching eight minutes of Turfway Park race number seven. The action never stops. Talking about that, the exotic payoffs, they never stop as well for winning ponies. And up to date is over $11 million. continues to grow. Never too late to jump in. Get on board. Just dial up www.winningponies.com. Check it out. Very easy to use from the novice to the professional player. Multi-track predictions, not just one circuit. They're not just bound to New York, Kentucky, California, or Florida. I think you're going to be very surprised. You can actually see how they've been doing. Nope, they don't change. They don't change results. Good, bad, and different. They show you the truth right out there. It's economical. They charge you something called winning credits. They're 75 cents a piece, and you only pay for the races you use. Example being, you get home a little bit later from work. You want to catch the... Last part of the Turfway Park card. Okay, cool. you got five races to play. They're only going to charge you for the races that you're actually going to receive data for. Whereas most cards would charge you for the entire day's card. And they pump out their information 72 hours in advance. Winning ponies, they cut it not to the last second. You can get it the day before. For bigger days, you can get it a little further in advance as things are drawn and planned out a little more I should say more timely, but day-to-day, it is the place to play. We are there when you want it, there when you need it. You don't have to download X amount of information X amount of time. Full expand of PP is the most important tool of all, and I keep saying this over and over because I love it. You can change the track conditions. Now, this weekend is going to be really, really important. If Mother Nature turns nasty, now we're going to get some snow flurries here and there. We're going to get some wind. We're going to get some rain. This happens during the winter. happens during the fall. Guess what? You can change your expanded full PPs and actually dig it up there. I love that. To me, that, that is what it's all about. Most systems actually just pump it out there. They do a good job. I'm not going to slam anybody. They do a really good job. 
they put it out 72 hours in advance. How can anyone know anything 72 hours in advance? We're just going to say you were going to bet, I don't know, a cheeseburger on the football game tonight. You didn't know the weather. You didn't know the injuries. Would you actually bet that cheeseburger? Why, no, you wouldn't. Check it out, winningponies.com. Don't think you're going to be disappointed. What is happening is we get back on track. We're going to give you a week weekend recap of last week. I'm going to get you all cut up to speed. Hopefully I will. Special guest this week, Mr. Bob Ellison, president, president of Turfway Park, is going to be joining us. Turfway Park is up and running. They've had two days in. I don't know if Bob's going to let it out, but I think they're not doing too bad in handle off track. Full field. you got to love that as a player. That always equates to great value for you, the better. News from around the world of racing, which there's always plenty thereof, and I will keep you up to date with that. Some good news, too. Some fun, some exciting, and there's a couple that are just, it's part of life. And then we do Final Furlong Handicapping with yours truly, and that is actually where I try to impart wisdom. It means I try to really dig in and scratch my noggin, come out with some winners for you. But we're going to start with a little bit of recap action. We're going to go to November 27th, race number nine at Hollywood. And you know what I'm going to do with that? I'm going to give you the winner there, the Citation, grade one. Boy, I wish I could go back in the time machine. A mile on the 16th on the turf. The Citation, race nine at Hollywood on the 27th. Fluke, and he was no fluke. The Brazilian bred Joe Talamo in the irons. Pulled between and did his bidding clear, winning by a length and a quarter. $20 even from Joe Joe Talamo. Trainer Humberto Asenio. If you haven't heard of him, he was the 30-year assistant to the late, great Bobby Frankel. Race number nine, Churchill Downs at 27. We're just going to jump around here. That's the way I like it. We're just going to jump around here and just see what's happening out there from last week. The 27th, Churchill Downs. Race number nine, the River City Handicap of Grade 3 events. Mountain eighth on the turf. Winner was the sixth, Rahi Strada. Leandro Gonzalez, who is up at Turfway Park playing his trade. Trust you me, he's my $2.00. He's my $2 man that's actually going to stick out the meat. And if he stays around, whew, he might just pay you off in spades. Wins by two and a quarter lengths in this grade three event. 56, almost 57 to one. Split horses and cleared $115.80 to win for Byron Hughes. Very nice. Rahi Strada right at the wire. The 11th race at Churchill, we had the Clark at grade two on that day. $400,000 up for grabs. Number five, Blame. Jamie Terrio is the winner, or his friends call him the Riot. Jamie Terrio aboard Blame just wins by a dirty neck, bidding five wide and held on, paying 1080 for Al Stahl Jr. Very nice indeed. On Aqueduct, sixth race on November 28th, the Demoiselle Stakes. Great two event a mile and eighth on the dirt. Oh, by the way, mark this on your calendars. Aqueduct has now switched to the inner track. But when they were on the outer portion here on November 28th, race number six, the winner number four, Tizza Hut, Edgar Prado. You ever popular New York rider, Edgar Prado winning by a length. I can't really say that because this guy rides all over wherever the money's at. Wins by a length, steady right hand, that whip all the way down. Tizza Hut paying 790 to win for George Weaver. Under race number seven, Aqueduct, the Remsen, a grade two event. I saw this race once upon a time, loved every second of it. Sitting here watching two minutes to go to race number seven at Turfway Park. Scratch the one. Wide open affair. Hey, the poly track is always fast, by the way. 
Race number seven, Aqueduct, last week on the 28th of Remsen. Buddy Saint, the four-horse Jose Lescano aboard, winning by four and three-quarter lengths, three wide. Drew off, very nice, paying $3.50 to win for you chalk players. Bruce Levine, the conditioner. On the 28th of November, race number eight, the Gazelle at Aqueduct, grade one, a mile and an eighth on the dirt. Winner, number two, flashing, Richard Migliori, the Migman, winning by four and a quarter lengths, opening up and drawing off to pay $8.50 to win. Don't you just love that nickel breakage in, in New York? I love it. I mean, with these guys that are betting 10000 to win, you better believe they love it. Nickel breakage, that is what it's all about. Sitting here, I'll tell you what it's all about. we got a minute to Turfway Park. Post time at Delta Downs, and I'm talking thoroughbred racing. Is there anything better? And I think there's football on. What is a man to do? But if you caught the gazelle, you saw flashing Richard Migliori, trained by Saeed Bensour. Always hear his name. Isn't that funny how that goes? And we have four minutes till break, and we have the one and the only Bob Ellison on board who's going to, he might even give us a winner at Turfway. Who knows? But it's post time for race number seven at Turfway. Race number nine last week at Aqueduct, November 28th, winner, the three Kodiak Cowboys, Sean Brisbane between the ears. Wins by three quarters of a length, boxed in, yet determined down the lane pain. 870 to win. Once again, nickel breakage. Steve Asmussen, I think you've heard of this guy. He's only got about a bazillion runners out there and does well with each and every one of them. Back to Churchill Downs on November 28th, race number six, the Grand Canyon Handy Cabin Mile and 16th on the turf. You can say so long to turf racing unless it's going to be in California or Florida. Mother Nature going to get downright ugly on us. Who wins the Grand Canyon? Lost aptitude, Johnny Court. I'd love to see this guy win one because he is really honest. If you ever caught jockeys, I think you would have really not fell in love, but you'd be pretty endeared to this guy. Wins by five and a quarter lengths right on the rail, driving up the hoop pane, 640 to win for Dale Romans, who ruled Churchill. Cashed many a tickets on Mr. Romans. Churchill Downs, race number nine, the Goldenrod, a grade two event. That was on the 20th of November. Winner is the one sassy image, Robbie Alvarado. Three and three-quarter lengths. Four wide moving driving, paying $4.60 to win for the turf. Or excuse me, for the chalk lovers, I should say, $4.60. You know, I'll take $4.60. I've already determined. I take $4.60 ten times a day, and I'll be a much happier lad. Guess who the trainer was? Mr. Dale Romans. Race number 10, they had a beautiful day down at Churchill. Caressing handicap, a mile on the turf. Winner is the five, Sheer Beauty. 43-year-old Calvin Burrell, and he wins by two lengths in the forepath, not along the rail, but he was in the forepath driving like a madman. 18-20 to win for Bernie Flint. Now, there's a Louisiana madman, but a nice guy in that. Churchill Downs, race 11, same day, Kentucky Jockey Club, grade two. Take the deuce, super saver right to the winner's circle. Calvin Borrell wins by five, gets on the hook and doesn't look back. Inside and driving, went right back to the rail where he belongs. $6.80 to win for Todd Pletcher. They are talking super saver. Might be Pletcher's derby horse. I know we're talking derby horses in December. December is they are going into the first turn at Turfway Park. I just can't get enough of it. I think I'm just... I'm just going mad with it already. I think I'm going to have to switch over and make a few wagers. I suggest you do the same. Hollywood Park, race five, will round it up on the 28th. The generous stakes a mile on the turf. Who's up? Victor Espinosa was. Winning by a length and three quarters. Bid led with an eighth out. 
paying 2180 for Kathy Walsh, longtime trainer. And then we're going to finish out the big day at Turfway Park. Race number eight, the holiday inaugural. They kick it off their opening day with a $50,000 stakes. Winners of nine, Coy Cat, Larry Sterling Jr., Chicago rider indeed, flying his trade in Florence, Kentucky by three-quarters of a length. Made $30.60 for Mr. Paul McGee. Well, it is time to head out to our first break. When we return, we're going to be talking more horses, and we're going to be talking to our special guest of the week, Turfway Park President, Mr. Bob Ellison. But you're only going to catch it if you stay tuned for more Winnie Ponies. Passing out hundred-dollar bills, and it kills, and it thrills, like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar, double round the crown, and everybody's getting down in this town. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I am your host, Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking your time to join us here as we're talking thoroughbred racing. 
What else is there? Thoroughbred racing and football. I see not, well, maybe dinner. But that's just all me. And this is our second segment And each and every week Winning Ponies is pleased to have on a special guest the week. And this weekend is no different. As Kentucky Racing has shifted to Florence, Kentucky, and who better to talk to than the president, avid racing fan, spokesman for our sport, and not a bad handicapper in his own right, Mr. Bob Ellison. Good evening, Bob. Hey, Ed. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for taking time away from your busy schedule, sir. You said you had special guests on every week. Did you run out of them for this? (laughs) (laughs) Who better to talk to than the president of Turfway? You're two days, excuse me, three days in, and things are looking glorious out there. It's it's winter racing at Turfway Park. It's 39 degrees and spitting a little rain, so we know know we're back to racing in the northern part of the state. You know, I, I mentioned it now, Bob. I said people, you know, sometimes roll up the carpet and they're going to wait until maybe the end of Gulfstream where they can actually shed their coat. But wintertime racing is super exciting, especially a nighttime signal. Oh, I agree. Particularly if you could throw out twelve horses in a field, you know, you know the handicapper. They they would bet uh, uh, five hundred dollar claimers if you had twelve in there and it was a good value. Keep the two to fives away. Give me a five, four to one shot as your favorite, and we can make lots of money. Oh, I agree completely. Every time I always bring it up, the larger the fields, it only equates to more value for the player. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you know, it is a little harder, granted, and you are right. It is odds on the two to five shots are not as prevalent, but you know what? It only equates to better value. Bob, I want to jump right in. It's been a while since we actually had you on as our special guest, and we are pleased. And Turfway Park is back in action. What are the post-time days of operation, et cetera, all about? Well, in December, as part of a holiday meet, Ed, we're Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday night at 530. Uh, then we go to the daytime, 110 on Saturday and Sunday. And we'll carry that schedule up until uh, just before Christmas. And then uh, the day after Christmas, all the way through until New Year's Day, we'll be running at 110 every single day. We'll be actually running nine straight days starting the 26th. So uh, you can't get your fix on horse racing at Turfway between <laughs> New Year's. You can't get your fix. I was just going to say that, and, and you know, your, your race book is one of the state-of-the-art out there, even comparable to many places in Vegas. When you're actually out there, it, you're just not going to be playing live product. You can play the best around the globe in simulcasting. Yeah, no doubt. 15, 16 different signals on a Saturday afternoon, and it doesn't matter how cold it is outside. It's warm inside at, on those super carols and uh, particularly on those, uh, those machines when they're spitting back uh, four-to-one winners. Talking about super hot, and this equates once again to the players, and we're talking about field sizes. Now, what I'm, what I'm seeing here, like, say, Northern California, and I'm, and I'm not putting a thumb on anyone. You're seeing five, six-horse fields. Makes betting a little tougher. Today I watched a race, two-to-one, two-to-one, two-to-one. You know, where do you go with that? But When you have 12-horse fields, and I noticed from you've only been open a few days, and today is the third day for Turfway Park, the field sizes are great. The handle is growing. So that means players, real players, are actually focusing on the product. No, I think so. I think they distinguish. You know, uh, everybody's looking to distinguish themselves in the marketplace. And I think the tracks that are going to do well, uh, obviously when you've got quality racing in places like Gulfstream and Fairgrounds and New York, they're going to do well. But uh, places like Turfway and, of course, your beloved River Downs, folks like, like us who are sweating it out here, field size is going to be the differentiator for us. Uh, we can't. You know, because uh, uh, communities or states that have slot-infused purses are able to attract big fields because of the, of the opportunities, we're going to have to find a way to, to compete with that and get, get fields that are competitive. And, uh, and that differentiates the product, and that brings the horse players to our product, hopefully. 
Well, the product is incredible. Any, any Kentucky truck out there is always exciting and racing. When it shifts up to Florence, they're doing something right because Churchill now is even going to be running some night cards. Well, I mean, think about that. Uh, those of us in the racing business usually are working when others are enjoying themselves. So um, why not do it in the evenings when folks uh, get off work and come out and enjoy uh, the beauty that is horse racing? I mean, our sport has, has it over so many other sports in terms of uh, the, the, the sheer beauty of these animals. Now, couple that with the opportunity to make a buck if you're actually able to, to, to pick the right one. And, uh, um, yeah, we put the product where the people can enjoy it, uh, not only uh, at night, but uh, uh, portals such as the Internet when folks are in their home and can't get out because they've got obligations there. And instead of turning on two guys and a baby or whatever, they're turning on uh, the, the eighth coming up at Turfway. Well, that always makes it exciting, especially when you have time. You know, you, you can uh, you get out of work and you can drop over and you can you can play a nighttime signal. And especially, okay, I'm 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 just I'm just kind of lazy tonight. I want to head home and uh, have a you know have myself a nice cold uh, soda and I want to play from home and watch as I'm doing right now. Is now I'm watching 18 minutes till the eighth race here on TVG as we speak. It just doesn't get any better. I love the nighttime signals, Bob. If I may, I want to change gears just a little bit. Turfway Park, as we've read in all the, all the rags, all the materials, and everywhere out there that talks horse racing, is going to be changing up with a new schedule during the winter months. Yeah, and it actually is a perfect segue to the conversation we were just having. It's all about field size. Um, you know, I think, I think a lot of tracks um, in, in the U.S. who run many days, you know, in the past we've run as many as 115 days a year. You look in Pennsylvania where Philly Park or Penn National are 200-plus days a year, Mountaineer, 200-plus days a year. Um, they're, they're seeing it. They're seeing fatigue in their horsemen's population, and they're seeing that uh, result in terms of lesser field size. So uh, we've, got to, we've got to stretch our purse dollars as best we can, and we've got to stretch our population of horses as best we can to put the best product uh, on the field, or in this case, on the poly track, uh, so that the handicapper will come our way. And that's what that's in t- intended to do. We're going to move to... Uh, a three-day race week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday during January and February, and add a day in March as the weather gets a little better. Once upon a time, it seemed like tracks were actually cannibalizing each other by running on top of each other. There was too many days. In my opinion, down deep, especially from a handicapper's perspective, I see less to actually be more. It allows me an opportunity to, to enjoy the races. You're going to see fuller fields. Take Hialeah. They closed for almost seven to eight years. They run a 40-day quarter horse meet and draw over 20000 on opening day. Is less more, Bob? Well, I think it is, as long as you're putting quality on the, on the, on the fields. Um, we, that, if you, as I said earlier, uh, the handicapper doesn't want to see uh, a six-horse field with a two-to-five shot. It just doesn't, it doesn't uh, have the return on the investment they're making that warrants the kind of time you need to spend in properly handicapping this sport. This is a thinking man or woman's game. We know that, and that's what we appreciate about it. So let's give them the best product we can. Let's give them a full deep field so that when they are smart enough to get it, they're going to get paid handsomely for it. And and that's what I think uh, we've got going for us with a three-day race week with a good uh, good solid group of horsemen here who are willing to support our racing. Uh, and, and, again, with our, with our all-weather surface, uh, we can run through some of that, that crazy weather that comes through to the tri-state here. Mother Nature can no longer throw a curveball to polytrack. It's always fast. The only time you ever see a cancellation is when it becomes unsafe for your riders, when, when it's, uh, say, 
10 below wind chill factors. Yeah, and, and these guys are, are gutsy anyway. I mean, if it's uh, if it's in the teens, high teens and low 20s, they're riding. Heck, I, I got the seat warmer on. <laughs> you and I are going outside, but they're riding horses are going 40 miles an hour. I have to applaud their efforts. Uh, one, you'll never see me on horseback for many reasons, but we'll just suffice it to say that I just don't have a saddle that actually correctly fits me. <laughs> But, Bob, industry-wide, you're reading more and more about date cutbacks and even some tracks closing. Is this a sign of the times overall? I think it's a recognition by a lot of jurisdictions that um, it, it isn't just about quantity. It is about quality and how you differentiate, differentiate your product. The other part of this is just the full crop itself. I mean, you've seen dramatic reductions in the last, uh, particularly in, in states like Kentucky, and others, uh, Ohio, who haven't, who have, whose legislatures haven't seen the, had the foresight to put us on a level playing field with uh, some of these states who have passed alternative gaming and drive their purses up. So, uh, I think in the last uh, two years, you've seen double-digit declines in the in the foal crops that the Jockey Club is projecting. So, uh, if you've got fewer horses, then you're going to have to have fewer races to ensure that you're putting a quality product out there. I think that's permeating the entire racing community, not just here in Kentucky or Ohio, but in California and Florida and other places. Everybody's feeling the pinch all around, no matter where the track is actually at. If you're if you're looking at California, you're seeing purse reductions, date reductions, all of the above. But more specifically in Kentucky, uh, I we both live in Kentucky. I actually had the the privilege and honor of working for you for a long time, and uh, I call Turfway Park my home in many ways more specifically in Kentucky, has the hope gone out for any alternative gaming to be examined before the people, by the people, the legislative body? Is it gone? No, actually, I, I don't think it is. I think, uh, I think, matter of fact, we've got a great deal of momentum on our side. This, uh, this past summer, uh, the governor showed a lot of courage and called a special session. We got a bill passed the House of Representatives for the first time ever. Uh, and, and would have had, I think, the votes necessary in the Senate, but uh, but basically had a procedural move to, to bottle it up in committee because we had a, a president and the Senate opposed to us. I think that's changing. I, I really do believe that the horse industry is more focused than it's ever been. Uh, I think the, the demand is there um, in these other markets that are right around us, um, and I think I think we, we have a very big shot to get that taken care of this spring, and if so... Uh, you know, we can return to the grandeur of uh, horse capital of the world in Kentucky pretty quickly. You know, when you mention horse capital, it's hard to even fathom the thought of Kentucky uh, possibly losing some dates from Turfway. And or Ellis Park was even mentioned about going out of business. And even all, all tracks, the track that I work, River Downs, Turfway's even had to entertain the thought. It's a scary time. If, if you were the wizard and, and you actually could see this just in a yes or no, Will racing live in Kentucky? I wake up every morning and say, absolutely, yes. Because it's what, as you started out with, that's where, you know, I, I love the sport. I, I, I grew up in the central part of Kentucky. Uh, I used to blow off classes on Friday at Eastern to go to Keeneland in the spring and the fall. And, and, and I can't possibly envision that not still being the case here. Uh, yeah, definitely. every day I get up, Eddie, and say, it's going to happen. I think I was taught by a wise man one time, when you actually get up and you go to work and you really don't, I'm going to say dislike for a kinder word, you don't dislike what you're doing, you're not going to work. You know, you're going to do something that you truly enjoy. And, and I think it runs in, in many people's blood, and I'm part of it as well. And 
and I'm and I'm very hopeful for the state of Kentucky, and I, I would like to see it uh, come to the forefront where it actually belongs. Speaking about something where it belongs, the annual right of spring in March, the Lanes End Stakes. I assume we're going to see this at Turfway Park. Oh yeah, March twentieth. We're gonna. It looks like we're going to have a little competition on the day. I see our friends down in uh, in South Florida have moved the the Kentucky uh, the uh, their big prep race, the Florida Derby, uh, is going to be on the twentieth. So uh, you know, it could be a really incredible day of racing when you got two major prep races. Uh, that won't be going off within two minutes of each other. I promise you that. <laughs> uh, and and uh, we can watch two two great cards uh, as we as we uh, spiral up, as it used to be called, uh, to the Kentucky Derby. So yeah, that, that's uh, that is a right of spring around here. It's one of the greatest days in racing in terms of uh, the marriage of quality racing and party atmosphere. So uh, we're we're starting to, to to plan for it already. You know, the best part about it. There's going to be such a wide group of horses targeting. Okay, so I don't want to go to Florida to face so-and-so. There's too much speed here. Or there's not enough speed there. They now have a choice because, actually, they're going off on the same day. I almost can see a little bit of a benefit to you. Well, I, I think that's right. I, I think uh, you've seen in the past, it, you mentioned his name earlier, Super Saver's likely to be down in South Florida with, uh, with Todd Pletcher. And if this horse is all that they're making him out to be, uh, winning by five in the jockey club this past weekend, uh, they're talking about this could be the best chance that Todd's had to win uh, the big race, and uh, he's such a quality guy. It's obviously a great when he 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 holds that that potential. But uh, uh, yeah, so if he turns out to be what he what they're talking about, and he's down there, uh, we we provide another opportunity uh, to get them six weeks out from the Derby, uh, and that's been a pretty good schedule when you look at horses like Hardspun and. Uh, Perry Bayou and on and on and on about the great horses that have come through here. I believe a Little E.T. was a Derby winner. There you go. It, it just goes on and on. Hansel, I mean, there's been uh, Turfway Park has been a springboard for many great youngsters actually uh, stamping their ticket for the Derby Trail, and I would see this year to be no no exception to, to the rule that that I'm expecting it, and I'll be out there and I'll be on uh, I'll be on deck with it. And something else, I'm going to do my best to be on deck with this Sunday. Big contest, big doings out of Turfway Park. Yeah, not many chances left to, to hit the World Series of Handicapping when uh, the Daily Racing Forum NTRA Handicapping Championship, uh, which I think is late January in Las Vegas. Uh, we're one of the final stops. There are not many opportunities left, and on Saturday we'll be giving three qualifying spots out, over uh, over 15000 in prize money, and, uh, and plus you're playing with your own live bankroll, so not only will you qualify you can actually get your money back if you if you're able to handicap a few races and hit it so uh our, our our man wolfgang has done a nice job pulling that together we expect about 300 folks here on sunday and uh, it's always a great day of handicapping that was something i was going to mention because i'd be remiss if i did not wolfgang krasmer does an incredible job of actually pulling up one of the uh, one of the most fan-friendly contests on a sunday now you're following up on the heels of saturday which is keeneland's contest so players, because I know you drive flying, you come from all parts in between, if you hit Keeneland on a Saturday, drive 75 miles north, if you don't do any good, because there's always the Sunday cart, and it is a big handicapping contest. Doing live bankroll, Wolfgang Kratzenberg can get you all hooked up. Bob, is there a number that they can uh, dial up and uh, maybe get on board with Wolf? 859-371-0200. And oh, you can, Wolf. You can, oh, what a guy. I'll tell you what, he is... He is just one of the best guys that you could actually meet, and I don't think you'll meet a, a kinder uh, kinder soul out there. 
Bob, I'd like to thank you for taking your time to join us. And, and I know you took time away from business, family, or whatever it is that is going on because you're a man of racing. And, and I really wanted to touch base with you. I know a lot of our fans are – Turfway Park is actually one of the most popular – popular signals and data data draws for uh, for winning ponies and I hopefully that continues there but I just wanted to check in with you and thank you for being our special guest this week and we we wish you nothing but the best with your meet and personally thanks Eddie you're a great friend of Turfway you're always got a home here and a good friend of ours and uh, I, I enjoy listening to your show and uh, you're doing a super job with that and uh, love to be on anytime you need us thank you Bob best of luck see you, Eddie Bob Ellison president of Turfway Park Man of racing, knows his business. Trust you me, he's a man you want speaking on behalf of racing. He knows what's going on. Well, it is time to head out to a break. When we return, we're going to be talking a little bit of news around the world of racing, and then we're going to be doing some picking winners. Man, I should have got Bob. He would have probably given us a winner. Well, it is time to head out to a break. When we return, we're going to be talking more horses here on Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Mm-hmm. 
You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. Thank you for taking time to join us each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, depending on which side of the coast you live on. Hope you joined in. You would have caught Bob Ellison, president of Turfway Park, parting a lot of wisdom and a lot of hope for Kentucky racing. As I see two-minister race number eight on my screen, wintertime racing is always red hot in Kentucky. Here's some news from around the the nation of racing, and we'll, we'll do a little bit out of the thoroughbred times here. Actually reading about this, and talk about Ira Babe Hanover, the oldest living jockey to ever win the Kentucky Derby, passed away November 21st at 91 years old. Hanover guided Bold Venture to a head victory in one of the roughest run editions in Derby history in 1936. Probably saw pictures of that. He was an 18-year-old apprentice. He and two other jockeys received 15-day suspension, which presented him from riding Bold Venture in the Preakness. George the Iceman Wolf replaced Hannaford and piloted Bold Venture to win another in what would be his final start. Hannaford, this was news to me here, the first apprentice to win the Derby, also rode Seabiscuit three times in 1936, their best finish, a second, and piloted Goldeneye in the Jerome and Emilio in the Bay Shore. Major victories that year. Babe Hannaford left us 91 years old. Still going to remember that picture of those two jocks coming down, slashing away. <laughs> I still love to see it, though. Rachel Alexandra pointed to the spring. Stern Street Stables and Harry McCormick's Rachel Alexandra arrived in Louisiana November 27th, but probably won't race until March or April. Rachel Shipwright Van from Churchill Downs to Fairgrounds, race course and slots without incident. The Philly hasn't raced since early September, but began jogging for trainer Steve Asmussen. And everything about her, according to Asmussen, her physical condition from one day to the next will culminate with racing, but it's going to be about whether what she's up to and what she actually is interested in getting to the track. You don't push champions like that. Who knows it better than Steve Asmussen? Summerbird hurt out of the Japan Cup. If you didn't know, now you do. One of the great ones, Belmont Travers and Jockey Gold Cup, was withdrawn from the December 6th Japan Cup on the dirt, suffering an eye injury in a workout at Hanshin Race Course in Japan. According to Dr. K.K. Jaraman, the son of Birdstone can come back from his work November 29th, showing signs of lameness. He came back, and he just wasn't feeling himself. Trainer Tim Ice, uh, he called and said the x-rays revealed a, a small chip in the right carpal fetlock joint. I, I just I cannot believe this. Summerbird, actually one of my favorites. But they're going to bring him back home in a couple of days and uh, send him to a farm in Lexington where they, where they board their horses. They're going to remove the chip. Oh, my goodness. Just when you get them ready, something sets you back. Here's a good note here for you. Hal Wiggins, you couldn't have scripted a more perfect ending for one of racing's grandest horsemen, trainer Hal Wiggins, formerly conditioned leading horse of the year candidate, Rachel Alexander, truly ended his career on top Friday 
At Churchill Downs, the native of Texas, wins his final shot as he set a long shot high spirit to upset the 10th race. What a way to go out. He is nothing but a class act. But what a way. He is storybook ending indeed. In putting together Wiggins ran on Friday, he found himself with a wonderful problem. How on earth would he get it all put together? You know what? It was terrific. Here it was. They asked him this question. This kind of kind of caught by it. Really made me enjoy it that much even more. Rachel or Zenyatta for Horse of the Year? And he said in the first place, I'm 100% prejudiced and biased. But to me, there is no question. There is just no question. You have to give credit to the people who and the older mayor. They gambled. And to me, that was race of the year when she did. It was tremendous. But it was one race on her home track. All the races this year, and there weren't that many, were over her home track. Rachel just won graded races at seven different tracks. <clears throat> How Wiggins, you will be missed. Really nice guy. Had the opportunity to meet him a few times. Top owner, now agent for West Virginia, Ryder. Richard Englander, who won the Eclipse Award as leading owner in 2002. Try his hand in a different aspect of the sport when he becomes a jockey's agent for Deshaun Parker. Parker, who's 288 wins through Tuesday, tied him third nationally this year, will move his tack from Mountaineer Racetrack in West Virginia, where he's leading rider at the fall meet to Aqueduct. Aqueduct has been the home of champion makers. Englander wanting to do something different. He said, all the expertise I've had in dealing with the 80 or 100 trainers I've had the racing offices, reading condition books, I thought it might not be a bad idea. I'm good with people, and I'm a good conditioner. Mr. Englander, you got yourself a real rider there. Take note of this, Deshaun Parker. I think we had to try to get him on board and maybe chat with him in the upcoming weeks. Deshaun Parker, this guy you will be heard from down the road. Trust you me. When he goes to New York, wow, he's about five foot nine. When you see him in the saddle, but West Virginia, oh, my goodness, this guy can ride. At Churchill's fall meet, it rounds up Calvin Burrell. In Le Pru, they tie. They tie, and they share the spotlight in their division. Steve Asmussen edged my man Dale Romans to collect his sixth leading trainer crown. And Ken and Sarah Ramsey earned leading owner honors for a record 16 times beneath the Twin Spires. Congratulations, Burrell, Le Pru. Mr. Asmussen, and once again, Ken and Sarah Ramsey. Got to love that. Kevin Flannery, president of Churchill Downs, they had a great meet. Well, it is time out to our next break. When we return, we're going to do some final furlong handicapping. We're going to impart some winners. You're only going to get it if you stay tuned for the final segment of Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. 
Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. If I had a million dollars. And welcome back to the final furlong of Winning Ponies. I'm your host, Ed Meyer. We're here every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. And we are glad to have you tuned in. And Mr. Bob Ellison is our special guest. Good guy, president of Turfway Park, and a good man for racing. You know, I was kind of going through the biggins. Now, I know I, I kind of touch on them, and I like to kind of rub it out there that actually they're smoking them, and you need to jump on board. Right now, the exotic predictions have paid $11,103,481 in 2009, and we still have just about a month to go. Here's some recent biggins. Zia Park, November 30th, race number six, a Superfecta key, $12,624.20. Portland Meadows on December 1st, race number seven, Superfecta key, 11769 Back to Zia Park, November 29th, race number five, a Superfecta key, 8096 even. Beulah Park, December 1, race number three, a Superfecta, 7952 80, you know what I'm hearing there? That they're not locked into one circuit. That is what really attracts the heck out of me. Some days I want to bet Beulah. Some days I want Zia Park. Some days I want California. Some days I want New York. And as horse players, we should get what we want. And with winning ponies, you do, in fact, receive that. You'll receive solid information. You've got to check it out. www.winningponies.com. Check it out. Give it a read. Give it a look. And I'll tell you what. Drop us a line and let us know what you think. Once you're hooked up, you can drop us a testimony and pick yourself up a hat and a T-shirt. It's always good action at Winning Ponies, and hopefully some good action here, which I think we hold our own overall. I really, really do, and I have full confidence here as we do our final furlong handicapping. Final furlong handicapping. Oh, and a note I left out of the news here. Kieran McLaughlin to start a 30-day suspension 
will be serving three concurrent 30-day suspensions on Tuesday for a bronchial dilator at Keeneland in October. So, base in New York, and he's going to be on the shelf for a little while. So you're not going to be seeing Kieran. So now you know he's going to get a little time down. Trust you me. They were a breathing aid in everything that we've read. They, I don't think performance enhancing, but yet just something that's not permitted and or approved. Okay, final furlong handicapping. Now that we got all the news out of the way, our special guest has joined us. Grab your pen, and, and I say pen because let's put it down in ink. On Saturday, let's go to race number two to the big A. Before you do that, Make sure that you check the weather. Weather report, we're going to get some flurries, could get a little bit of snow, could get some, maybe some rain if it all shakes out. But you're going to want to check it out, especially if you're downloading your material. And up at race number two at Aqueduct, I think this is the best gimmick play of the day. And that's because it begins to pick three for races two through four and to pick four for races two through five. And you've got to take the, the deuce, the uh, three to five favorite powwow, Ramon Dominguez and Tony Dutro. Uh, the last 60 days, they've only won 47% together, 76% in the money. Powwow actually, now it is not a great win bet, I don't think, but I think it's a great starter in the pick three and pick four. That's race number two, Aqueduct on Saturday, three to five. I'm going to say powwow gets the beginning of my Pick three and pick four there. And speaking of a real handicapper, we have one online. We have with us the Cincinnati kid. Kid, are you there? What do you know, kid? Versus Oregon State. I know. It's kicking up, and it's going to be good here in a few minutes. Hey, have a question. You're friends with Deshaun Parker. Do you think, in fact, we could ever get him on board? Uh, I don't know. I have his dad's number in my cell. I'll give him a call tomorrow and see if I can wrangle up something for him. I love it. I love it because he's going to New York and, and he's, got an, he's got a new agent. Right. He's going to New York. He's got Richard Englander. Actually, was an incredible owner. Right. And do what you can, kid. See if you can uh, get me connected. Call Daryl and uh, see if we can get to Sean Hunter. We'd love to hear from you. Kid, I know you got winners. Don't let me stop you. Pour them out. All right. We're going to take Friday night at Delta Downs. Delta's always been one of my favorite places. I remember when I was little going out to the race book, playing Delta and Penn National and Sam Houston winter nights. But anyway, I digress. In the seventh race here, the Boyd Gaming Delta Princess, I like the entry of the one woman soldier in the 1A best reward. Woman soldier's done nothing wrong since shipping down from uh, Prescott down to Delta. Two wins, one going five furlongs, one going seven and a half. She just seems to be getting better with each start. Diego signs aboard. Should run big here and at a nice price of five to one. That is very square for an entry. You know who I kind of looked at? I looked at this because there's a hundred thousand dollar guaranteed pick four with the eight quiet temper Dale Romans. That's a nice one in here too. Truth and Justice is also real good. Bella Diamante. This is a nice race. A really nice race. It's a good race to start a pick four as well. Kid, keep pouring them. We're listening. And then the last selection I have is also on the Delta card. We switched to the ninth race here, the uh, Delta Jackpot. And I ended up going with the Todd Pletcher trainee rule. This one shipped down to run in the uh, prep down there. The Jean Lafitte set a new track record for a flat mile over this oval. 
This thing can just flat out move one by nine last time. I think he improves on that. Sharp work at Churchill since the effort also. John Velasquez flies in to ride this one, so let's look for rule to rule over this flock today. Five to two might be a little too good for this <laughs> I think they're going to bet on Gallon Gent there, but I love Rule, especially uh, winning the Jean Lafitte there, and this has produced some very nice two-year-olds. Right. I think 2010 is going to be the year of Todd Pletcher. I'm, I'm going to go out there because I want it out there stamped. Either either I'll buy the beer or I'll drink yours, but I'm going to tell you what, I think Rule is going to be okay, and I think Todd Pletcher is going to do daggone well in 2010. This might just be Pletcher's year. Well, just about every year has been Pletcher's year. But... <laughs> it's hard to say what it's not, isn't it? Yes, sir. Well, kid, thanks for the call in, and see what you can do about Deshaun for us. All right, no problem, Ed. Thanks. Great hearing from you, kid. All right, onward and upward we go. Race number three, we've got about three minutes till the end of the show. We'll do a little speed handicapping. Race number three at Aqueduct on Saturday. Look no further than the one Tisnick, 5-2. to two. David Cohen in the irons for Cody Autry. Cody Autry, he's in the money 55% of 2009. I love this guy. He is one heck of a horseman. Seventh race at Aqueduct. I love the 1A can. She danced Edgar Prado in the irons. Eighth race at Aqueduct on Saturday. I like the one Starlight, Alan Garcia. Wow. This was a Kira McLaughlin trainee. I think they've got her ready. Sarlin in the eighth at Aqueduct. Then Hollywood Park race number three on Saturday. And I come out to number six. And this is going to be a real hard name for you to get Gretzky. Joel Rosario riding Gretzky for Neil Drysdale. Ran in the Oak Tree Derby, a grade two, in for a $50,000 stake. I see Gretzky scoring drops and cuts back in distance. Joel Rosario, I'll tell you what, this guy can flat out horseback. Where has he been in all my exotics? I know, it's never too late to get wise. Seventh race at Hollywood, it's a mile on the turf. I like Cavanaugh, and I like Rafael Bejarano for Neil Drysdale. Then on to the eighth race at Hollywood, the Bayacoa grade two. And I'm going to go in this race with Team Geist. Team Geist to me with Alex Solis and Kenny McPeak. Their speed galore. And Team Geist, the six-year-old mare, is going to come rolling in the eighth race at Hollywood Park. I'm going to round up my handicapping with just a couple races real quick. One is the ninth race at Turfway. And I like the seven in here. And that's Sweet Gladys in the ninth race at Turfway. Looks really good. And then in the 10th, the $50,000 Mike Charmer. Well, I think I'd be remiss, a football fan, not taking Miss Lombardi. Got Jeremy Rose coming in town for Graham Motion in the $50,000 Mike Charmer at Turfway Park on Saturday afternoon. Well, time flies when you're talking about thoroughbred racing. Pony Ponies would like to thank Bob Ellison, president of Turfway Park, for being our special guest. And the Cincinnati kid, James Williams for calling in and you for listening. So until next week when we'll be talking racing once again, may all of your winners be many and your photos be few. Good night and good luck, everyone. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.